Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to take a break from Luke 22, which is the Bible overview that we're doing, and we're going to stop to pause and reflect on Election Day in America on three passages that I think are appropriate for today. Before I dive into that, I want to welcome anybody who's listening to this just because they saw an Election Day devotion, thought they'd give it a listen, but aren't familiar with what we're doing. We are the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions, and we're doing a Bible overview. We've been at it since May 1st of 2020. We're in the book of Luke, 770-some episodes into the Bible overview. You can start at the beginning. You can jump in with us right here. You can jump in at the beginning of Luke. By the way, our devotions through the book of Luke have been awesome for me and hopefully for those who have been listening. We also have the CC Podcast Conversations, which is a different podcast you can hear at the same place you're hearing this, which features interviews with interesting Christians who have inspiring stories, like former gangster Ron Gruber or NFL player Ike Butker or Christian musicians Mike. Michael W. Smith and Stephen Curtis Chapman and many others. So welcome, check out our content, and let me share with you three verses that came to mind as I was reflecting on Election Day 2022. The first one is one of my favorites, Proverbs 21.1. It says, The king's heart is a stream of water in the hands of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. So this verse just reminds us that as much attention and power that our world bestows on governmental leaders like kings or presidents or governors or senators, senators and representatives. The fact is that these people's hearts are like water in the Lord's hand. The Lord is completely sovereign over these elected officials who we think control our destinies. They don't. They're under the authority of God's sovereignty. And in America, we as citizens are blessed to have a role in selecting our governmental leaders. It's a role that we should take seriously. I think every Christian should pray about their vote, and I think they should go vote. But at the end of the day, regardless of who is elected, the Lord is still in charge. The governor's heart, the president's heart, the senator's heart, it's like water in the hand of the Lord. Think of how insignificant water in the hand of the Lord is and how easy it is to move around according to his will. Isn't that a great picture? And for me, it gives me a lot of assurance and confidence, especially when things don't go politically the way I think they should. The second passage is kind of like it. Daniel 2, 20 and 21. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. Interestingly, we just had daylight savings. It's not talking about changing times that way, but that's what we just did. We just changed our clocks and our seasons are changing. We're going from fall to winter right now. It's starting to get colder. God's in charge of all that. He does that. Not only does he change times and seasons, it says he removes kings and sets up kings. So not only is God sovereign over the seasons, over the weather, over the times, over the sun and the moon and the stars, but he's sovereign over kings. He sets them up and he removes them according to his purposes. One of the worst examples of a bad king that I can think of from scripture is Pharaoh. Think about how Pharaoh, the Egyptian king, the Egyptian Pharaoh, mistreated the Israelites when they were enslaved in Egypt. Scripture is very clear in the account that covers that history, that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. God was sovereign over Pharaoh. He raised him up in history for the purpose of enslaving the Israelite people, for the purpose of teaching them what they needed to be taught so that when they were removed, 
moved from Egypt across the Red Sea under Moses' leadership, it would become a seminal aspect of Jewish history, which would foreshadow Christ offering a way for us to escape our slavery to sin. By faith in his sacrifice, we didn't come through the Red Sea, but we're saved by his red blood. None of this political stuff that we get angry about and that we debate about, and believe me, I'm one who tends to get in debates and get angry from time to time about things going on politically, but none of this is a match for God. He removes governmental leaders and elected officials, and he sets them up according to his timeline and according to his purposes, and we can trust that. Finally, I want to read you Matthew 5, 11, and 12. Jesus says this, Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And the reason this passage came to mind is because if you're a Christian, if you trust Jesus Christ, meaning that you're forgiven, you're saved, you're going to be in heaven when you die, you're clothed with the righteousness of Christ, the penalty you owe God for your sin has been marked paid because of Christ's sacrifice and your faith in his death and resurrection. Whether today's election goes better than you could ever have imagined, according to your own view of how things should be politically, or if it doesn't go the way you want it to. I think we can look at the culture around us and just see that the trend line that we're on is not a positive trend line here in America in terms of the societies or the cultures embracing of biblical Christianity. I think regardless of how today's election goes, over the long run, hostility toward God's word, hostility toward the gospel of Jesus Christ is going to continue to rise. I would say that in America, 240 some years since we started to exist as a nation, the level of hostility toward those things has never been higher than it is right now. People who believe that God's word is the inspired and errant word of God and live like it are increasingly unpopular, increasingly marginalized, increasingly persecuted, albeit in a pretty tame American way. But I think that we're only going to see that get harder and tougher. And so let's just keep our eye on the ball here. We're not looking at this world primarily through a political lens that is shaped from election to election every couple years. We're primarily looking at this world through a biblical lens. And based on what we're seeing, others are going to revile us and persecute us and utter all kinds of evil against us falsely on account of our relationship with Christ. We shouldn't fear that. We shouldn't hide from that. We shouldn't run from that. Jesus says we should rejoice and be glad because our reward will be great in heaven. And we shouldn't be surprised because this is how they treated the prophets and this is how they treated Jesus himself. So get out and vote. Do your civic duty. Take it seriously. Ask for the Lord's wisdom and guidance. But keep all this in its proper place, which is nowhere near as important as continuing to be faithful to the God we serve, continuing to represent Jesus Christ and his gospel to the world who desperately needs it. Check out our other podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. 
We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.